Hello, listeners. Welcome to the By Philip Sofer podcast. I'm here with my friend Nicholas. Hello, Nicholas. Uh, hello, Philip. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. The pleasure is mine. Um, Nicholas is in San Juan, Puerto Rico right now. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. But what we have in common is that we're both in the third dimension. And this is relevant because the story I'm about to read is called Ninth Dimension. It's 241 words, each offering its own special dimension. Ninth Dimension by Philip Sofer In the ninth dimension, the most common shape is a trapezoid whose bottom is a semicircle. This is what the painter sees when he looks at his girlfriend. She's lying on the couch in a sexy pose, and all he sees are half-circles and trapezoids, and not in the places where you would expect them to be. He can't just travel back to the third dimension with this image in his head, though. That's his lie. His mind doesn't actually create mental images, hold them, and then transfer them to a two-dimensional canvas. He's simply in the ninth dimension and paints what he sees the same way a simple portrait artist does, and only when he's done does his brain take the elevator back down to the third dimension, where lines are less rigid, where angles are less exact, and where he's celebrated as a genius. Okay, he says to her, all finished. She relaxes and stretches her neck, which, after three static hours, really does feel like a giant trapezoid. She then stands up on her semicircle heels and clomps over to him. You capture me perfectly, she says, breathtaking. Am I really so thin to you? You're far sexier in this dimension, he assures, placing a hand on trapezoid 57, which he sees as her left hip. You're so sweet, she widens semicircle 26, which to him is a mouth that's smiling wide, displaying rectangular teeth. Mm. So, Nicholas, what did you think of my read-through? Well, first, uh, uh, Philip, uh, nothing really sets the mood like uh, carousel fairground music. So uh, that's really uh, quite the touch. Um, and I want to thank you for uh, you know writing the story uh, itself. Um, I thought I thought it was great. Uh, the read through, the read through, you know, was occasionally glitchy in the beginning. Maybe you could have like maybe you didn't appropriately take the pause and. Um, the beginning of the third paragraph that I would have like, you know, expected the narrator to, and also the voices with the male and female were a little too uh, not pronounced. Yeah, the, uh, the yeah, woman's I mean, the, I mean, the, the woman's voice was a little husky, right? Sorry, the woman's voice was a little too husky for a woman, right? It was. It huh? It was honestly a little. Less, I think I would have wanted to hear huskier. Uh, <laughs> it's that high pitched, and 
I, you know, I've been listening to these podcasts, and I've been waiting for you to develop your narrator's voice. You know, like your radio voice or whatever it is. Uh, so I am hoping that um, you know you you come up with this sort of uh, podcast vocal identity soon. I'll, I'll take that into account. Um, yeah, I agree that there were a little too many trapezoids and semicircles um, in my voice while I was reading it. I was wondering with you, though, um, if you were a shape or if you were made up of a few different shapes, what would they be? Uh, that's, a, that's a very curious question. I guess I would be, huh, I guess I would be a rhombus with a triangle sort of in, partially overlapping to emphasize my flexibility, but also maintaining um, ma- maintaining um, some uniformity and consistency and like values or something like that. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that's very Knights Templarish. I would say um, it suits you. Um, uh, that, 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 that's a very kind thing, kind thing to say. Knights uh, Templars were fascinating historical figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any more any more commentary on the story? Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about it. I thought the, I mean, the story naturally is fairly abstract. Like, my first impressions, it made me think of, like, you know, like Jackson Pollock or, um, you know, one of these abstract expressionist painters, uh, you know, Mark Rothko, like, shapes, spirit. Is, is that what sort of, uh, so is that what you are thinking, too, and maybe... How can you please, you know, consider expanding upon the different art references and perhaps what symbolism and metaphors? Because so, so, yeah, I get to talk to the author. So yeah, the concept was, I mean, I sort of see it as half Mondrian, half Picasso. Like I was just thinking, what would it be like to be inside Picasso's brain? And then how can I write a a flash scene that captured that? And you know, this is what what I came up with. What, what was it like when Picasso was uh, doing a portrait of Dora Maar? Okay. What was it like inside his brain? And Nicholas, uh, you, you actually have um, painter bloodlines in you. You're the son of a painter. Um, I'm, um, I'm the son, um, grandson, my mother's mother, um, Great, great, yeah. Uh, there are four, at least four known generations of artists on the maternal side. I did not inherit uh, any of that ability whatsoever. I think you might have, because I mean, I think like, I mean, not to get too far ahead of myself here, but uh, I mean, on Valentine's Day or something, you might consider, you know, doing a special portrait of your of your girlfriend down in Puerto Rico. Uh, I mean, maybe. I think it'd be, um, it'd be, you know, it's one of those, uh, you know, things where the, where the thought might count, you know, one of those charm, you know, the, the stick to figure with some charm, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but perhaps, you know, perhaps, perhaps, uh, but I don't know, Philip, like, I, oh, Jesus Christ, hold on, I gotta shut my windows, there's like a hurricane coming here, it's still hurricane season, I gotta board it up, and I gotta. I, I, I gotta go, man. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, but I want to talk more about the story. Bye. <laughs> wow, Nick really didn't want to do that portrait for his girlfriend. <laughs>